Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. Tanya Dallas Lewis, and happy Thursday to you. You have tuned into the Music Box, and it's still the place where you'll find love inside. And I love, love, love you. It's also the place where you'll hear some of the best in gospel and Christian music news, interviews, updates, and more. Once again, my name is Tanya Dallas Lewis. I am a national recording artist and now international recording artist. As my CDs are being sold in the U.K., I know I shared that last week, but that still just feels so amazing. And I am so grateful to God and grateful to my brother-in-law, Marvin Burton, who helped uh, get all that together. So, husband kisses to my brother-in-law, Marvin Burton. Shout out to him. Really, really excited about that. CDs being sold in the U.K. Wow. And I got a check, too. (laughs) Well, just on Monday... um, I was um, really in a weird place this past Monday. I had a taste for, and y'all get ready for this, just take a deep breath, and I'm, I'm talking, I was fiending for cup of noodle. That's right. I just, <laughs> cup of noodle. I think it's called cup o noodle, to be correct. Is that crazy or what, y'all? I mean, it reminded me of whack, way back when I was a freshman, Freshman year at George Mason University. Memories all alone in the moonlight. Okay, anyway, and get this, y'all. As a freshman, and y'all can probably relate, probably sophomore year and junior year and senior year too, you know college students are on a budget plan. You know, we have no money for the most part. So a lot of us were on a steady diet of ramen noodles. Do you remember that, ramen noodles? I used to call it, rain, well, some people call it Raymond noodles. I think the correct pronunciation is ramen noodles. And guess what, y'all? Me and my sister, because we were roommates, Tiffany, my sister Tiffany, we were roommates in Kennedy, that's the building, Kennedy 310. Oh, so many good memories. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> we, um, um, we had a portable noodle cooker. It was like a ramen noodle portable cooker. I, it just was too cute. And so, you know, people on our floor would be trying to borrow it because you could cook, you know, you could cook it right in your room, you know, because we didn't have, you know, the dorms, they don't have stove ranges, okay? So, anyway, is there something wrong with me or what to be fiending for some ramen noodles or some cup of noodles? I am certifiably weird, y'all. I, <laughs> Having a Jones for some cup of noodles. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Great show lined up for you all today. Comedian Mike Goodwin will be joining us, and uh, he is probably holding it down right now and holding it tight in our virtual green room, so make sure you keep it locked because he will be with us uh, as we play some of the best in gospel music right here on the Music Box with your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. And I just want to say that today's Music Box program was once again Brought to you by Poleman Mills. Check them out at www.polemanmills.com 
Paul Man Meals, where saving dollars makes sense. All right, well, I have to thank you guys for tuning in and chillaxing with your homegirl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. I have some amazing music coming up for you. And as I said, I am a recording artist, so you know i got to play some of me. All right? This one is called When He Calls Your Name. It is track number three on my debut CD, Miracles, and you can find it, that's right, at Amazon.com, CD Baby, iTunes, and, of course, on my own website, TanyaDallasLewis.com. You guys are going to love this song. It's party, and it's
that was Winning Call Your Name by yours truly, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, produced by D.C.'s own and highly respected industry musician, Mr. P.J. Morgan, my brother, whom I've affectionately nicknamed Beatdown. <laughs> Did y'all hear those horns? That was Mohorns, and they are on some of those Kirk Franklin hits that we have loved, come to grow, and love so well. I love Mohorns. They are some bad brothers, and I'm just honored to have them on my song. And you know what? I love that song because it reminds me literally of when God calls my name. And I'm not talking about the first time he called my name. I'm talking about like currently. Every now and again, God will say my name, whether I'm in my quiet time with him or even if I'm sitting at a concert or gazing at the beautiful, you know, trees and flowers outside, I'll hear him say my name, and he'll say Tanya, and it just, oh, it melts my heart every time, period, okay? I love it. And if you've never heard the Lord call your name, well, man, you and I, we need to talk because you, you, you want to hear, hear him call your name, especially on that day. I'm talking about Judgment Day. That's right. Is your name on the roll? Well, if you're just tuning in, you are chillaxing with your homegirl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Some call me the angelic voice. And you are um, spending some time with me right here on the music clock, on the music box, the place where you will find love inside. And right now, it's the place where you are about to meet my good friend, my new friend, comedian, Mike Goodwin. Mike, are you there in our virtual green room? I am, I am in the house. Hello. You are in the house. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. That song was so wonderful. I wanted to hear it again. Do you play your songs (laughs) again during the uh, same broadcast? That's complex. I mean, I I want to just. I just keep playing repeat, repeat. (laughs) Man, I shucks. (laughs) Hey, I'm the boss here, so I really, really could. (laughs) You you could just keep playing it. I mean, I I would not be upset. I think I'd probably get some complaints, though. People would be like, oh, really, Tanya? Can we hear Just some other music time. other than yours? Just one time. Well, Mike, I'm so glad that you took time out of what really is a busy schedule for you to join little old me on the music box. So first and foremost, let me thank you for that. No, I'm honored to be a guest. Man, This you one of the baddest singing in this gospel in this person. I mean, I'm telling you, it's an honor and a privilege. For me to be associated with Miss Cole, my name. That was, that's, that wasn't on my single. I had the Miracle single. I didn't get the Cole, my name single. I need to, oh, that's I need right. To get that I, one. I, didn't, I didn't get yeah, the whole project. Yeah, I just got the single. I need to get the whole album. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, that'll be on repeat. Oh, you're so oh my neck. I'm oh. shocked. Mike, who, who do I make the check payable to for all these compliments? <laughs> 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 I'm serious. Well, I like them. I like it. Oh, I, well, I, that's I, I got good caught up. You know, I know. I, I forgot I was on hold. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, well, I am pleased to tell you it's doing really well on all three official uh, gospel music charts. But enough about me. I am not surprised. I want Oh, thank you. I want our Music Box listeners to get to know you. And obviously, I have to tell them how we met. Um, You're a comedian. You are loud, out, loud, funny. And we shared the stage just recently, you know, for this cruise, you know, this little teeny little cruise. No, just kidding. A really, 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 
right? A really, really, really big one. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you got your start. Now, I have your bio, so I could read it, but I find no, no, that yeah. my guests a much better job telling their story than I do. Well, you know, in terms of my comedic ability, I've always had the gift to make people laugh. But I never really quantified that as a career. You know, I never thought that, man, I could be paid as a comedian. I never desired to be a comedian. I mean, I thought, you know, when I was a kid, I did like a couple of stand-up albums on my cassette tape player, but they really wasn't all that funny, you know, and you'd be playing them to people, <laughs> and they not laughing. So that, I was quickly persuaded that I need to find another 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 path to uh, create uh-huh. a career. But what happened was I went on to college. I went, you know, I went into the Army after high school. I went to college. I went to graduate school, and I was on my career path, and uh, I met up with a, with a Christian comedian named Akin Tunde, he and I Ooh. attend the same church in Columbia, South Carolina, Right Direction Christian Center. And we were serving in the media ministry. I mean, we were working together in the media ministry. I knew he was a comedian. And, you know, I, I dug comedians. I, you know, I, I watch stand-up. I'm a student of stand-up. I'm, I'm a fan. I love stand-up comedy. And so what would happen is, you know, when you're working with somebody, serving with somebody in ministry, you know, you get to cracking jokes. You know, you get to talking. And I would, you know, I would come up with these jokes And I would say, hey man, what do you think about this? And, you know, he kind of humored me for a while And then one day he said, hey man, you really got some good stuff You know, he said, I'm going to give you 30 days to do your material Or I'm going to start doing your material And I'm going to get paid to do it And I was like, oh, I guess I better uh, get it together So I'm not one of those comedians I mean, I'm a truly, I'm a kingdom comedian I mean, I found my gift and calling of comedy while I was, you know, a saved man living a, a, a righteous life. So the, no one has to worry about seeing any old material or seeing me in a old some old footage and be like, oh, that was DC, <laughs> and now he's in the kingdom. Like, no, like, I've been doing this straight for God from day one. And so I continue, they gave me the opportunity, and I opened for him at a um, New Year's Eve service, and I've been doing it ever since. I think that's amazing that you could, you know, you know, I can tune day, and I know very well who he is. Yeah. Um, I've seen him on TV and other programs, but see something in you and give you an opportunity. That doesn't oh, yeah. happen a lot in the in the Christian world when it comes to in the industry entertainment. That is a- exactly. So that's man. I think that's wow. Kudos. And I, I mean, he and he's I been. Think. I'm talking about. He's been so instrumental, not only just getting me started, but even to my early days of just having. Because it's difficult, you know. There's no Christian open mic nights for comedy. You know, there's a lot of you know right. singing, but there's no right. there's no Christian you know improv for you know Christian comedians. So he really gave me a lot of opportunities to open for him and and, and get some stage time because that's what's really valuable for stand up. And you know, maybe there should be. I mean, because for the most part, especially. Uh, here in America, you know, most of the world thinks Christians are we're pretty uptight. So maybe that's something you can change, Mike. That we do have yeah, that, that's um, what some we're trying Christian to do. open mic comedy, you know, venues. I think that would be awesome. That would be, and you know, and in the, in the, in the interesting part about it is, you know, m- traditionally when someone put Christian in front of it, you know, people tend to think it's inferior. You know, they say, "Oh, you're not a comedian. You're a Christian comedian." So. There's a brand of Christian comics that, I mean, they're just show enough funny. I mean, and that's 
one thing, I'm passionate about my walk with Christ, but I'm passionate about the craft of comedy, and I want to be the most excellent comedian that I can ever be. Now, you are an elder, and typically yeah. uh, most people don't associate laughter with elders. Tell me, how in the world, I, I mean, really, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or ugly, but really, an elder who is a comedian, those don't seem to go together. But, but you find a way to make it work. Wow, that's interesting that you bring that up because I've been serving in my church for about five five years as an elder. You know, my pastor saw, you know, the leadership qualities in myself and my wife and uh, and named mm-hmm. me an elder. And at that time, I was already doing doing stand up. I was already doing stand up. So, I think how I've been able to make it make it work is. You know, when I'm doing my shows, I'm doing my shows, and when I'm, you know, serving at the, at the ministry, I'm really cautious. And, and you know, because you know, the other thing that's a gift for me, and it's kind of an interesting scenario. I don't look quote unquote funny. You know, like when someone sees me, then the first impression of me is not, hey, there goes a comedian. You know, I look like a real <laughs> straight laced, serious right, college do. lecturer kind of guy. You know, it's like, oh, there goes the pastor, or there goes right. the college professor. So. When I come out with all this comedy, people just they they don't know what to it. They just they lost. So I think that's how well, people you, don't expect the comedy piece from me. No, they don't. But as an elder, do you, do you think God laughs? I know God laughs. If you just look at some of our church members, are you come on, Tanya? Are you serious? Now, now, I believe it, and, you know, I, I've done a little bit of Bible college, so we learned some of the traits of God, and obviously we were made and created in his image, so obviously he does laugh. But I don't think people really think about God in that way. And I exactly. think that, you know, Christian comedians, you all can change that. You know, I heard, not to digress, but I heard um, one of the directors for the Narnia movies, um, he was on a radio show, and they were like, okay, so you're a Christian filmmaker. And he said, no, I'm not a Christian filmmaker. I'm just a filmmaker yeah. who has to be Christian. Yeah. Not that he was running away from the title. But, again, I think there's this, this you know, little stigma, especially with elders of churches, uh, uh, that y'all don't really laugh. But you prove that God does have a sense of humor. Exactly. And that's, you know, I, and, and we find yourself kind of saying labels, am I a Christian comedian, am I a comedian that's Christian? You know, I think that we've been sent into the world to take the earth. You know, we've been called to to be dominion, you know, to take dominion in the earth. And that's in entertainment, that's in ministry, that's in medicine, that's in education. And I think we all have different assignments. And I do feel like there is a religious um, contingent in the body of Christ that, you know, my my grandmother, she wouldn't be really, you know, if she was still here, she would be like, boy, what are you in playing in church? You're out here playing in these people. I know you ain't these people bringing you in here to play and jump around like, what, baby? That ain't God, baby. So there's there's a stigma associated um, with, quote, unquote, comedy in the church. But when people see, you know, um, comedians like myself, I'm very professional. I'm very sharp. my, My material is very broad, and, I mean, I'm really... I really strive to, to, to operate in excellence and, and share the gift that God has given me. And you do that well. And speaking of grandma, I know I'm a pastor's daughter, come from a family of ministers and preachers, yeah. and we were kind of like in the Pentecostal Kojic yeah. days. So I was yeah. told a lot growing up 
that uh, I wasn't saved because I was laughing yeah. all the time. Yeah, but yeah. But you also mentioned life experience, and you um, integrate and incorporate your life experiences into your role as a comedian because you're an educator, uh, you're a motiv- motivational speaker. I think you have a master's and a bachelor's. I mean, you are, yeah. wow, and you, you know, serve time, you know, in the U.S. Army Reserves and the military, so you have a lot. I'm sure you've seen a lot of funny stuff. Now, tell me this. You mentioned your wife. Does she think you're funny? That's what I want to know. Does she does. Know? Can she you get does. past her? Does she think you're funny? She does, but the problem is, for instance, like when Uh-oh. I'm creating material, you know, I'm, you know, you could uh-huh. got to come up with new stuff. I say, hey, honey, you know, listen to this, and so I tell her the joke, and she'll just smile and be like, "That's funny." No, that's not a good gauge of what I want to hear. <laughs> I need to hear some laughter. I need to hear you slapping right. your leg, like, "Oh, right. boy, you're so crazy." So now she's like Simon Cow. She's like, "That's funny." Oh, that's funny. That's good. And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Are you serious? That's what, so I stopped asking her. So I watch her um, her um, reaction at shows, and she still laughs. I mean, she's heard these jokes a thousand times, but she still laughs. And that's and a good laughs. sign. Well, so there's your best sign right there. She's heard exactly. them jokes a thousand times. And I had the pleasure of meeting her. We got to sit in the VIP section on the one love yeah. cruise. We were Ooh, a performer. So we and she's together. such a sweetheart. I was like, don't talk about don't y'all go sit over there. Y'all better come sit by me. But she, exactly, y'all. Tanya was showing you. a lot of love. Like, come sit right here. Y'all got them credentials on. You come on. Because I was a rookie this year. Like, Tanya done been on the boat a couple of times. I, this is my That's first time right. on the boat. Right. So I was walking around with my eyes wide open. I didn't know where to sit. I didn't know where to eat. I was just confused. <laughs> but she helped me. Tanya well, I, helped us out. I am so proud of you, rooting for you. I wanted, you got a lot of stuff going on, so tell us about uh, what we can expect from you in the future and where our music box listeners can go to find out more about you, uh, book you, um, support you, all those things. Well, first, thank you all so much for tuning in. You can go to ComedianMikeGoodwin.com. That's my website. You can get to my Twitter page from there. You can get to Facebook. You can get to my YouTube page. I'm really excited I just started hosting um, for the Perfecting Music Conference for Pastor Donna McKirkley. I'm, I'm the host for his, yeah, his Saturday night. He has like a Saturday night celebration concert. I hosted it in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I got a call today. I'll be going out to Wisconsin, and I'll be hosting it there. Um, so I'm so excited about the things that I'll be able to, to start doing with Pastor Donnie. Um, I'm just getting kind of out there so people can know about the bow tie. I mean, my whole thing is book the bow tie. You know, go to my website. You see that I'm I'm always in a suit and a bow tie whenever I do shows. So a lot of times people don't even call me Mike Goodwin. They just call me the bow tie. And so I'm cool <laughs> with that. There's no problems. They call me the bow tie. Just call me to your church so I can come and minister some of this good, clean comedy to the people. And you do, as I said, an amazing job. You had me, you know, really, really, really laughing, and that that's always a good sign. I'm proud of you. I just, I just am just expecting God to really use you, and um, you and your wife are such an example on cruise. You know, y'all always together. So cute, and you guys have a daughter too. And to all my my um, sorority sisters, and you know, everybody in the National Pan Hellenic, Mike is a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. Yo 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 baby. Did you play? Yo. Did you play undergrad or? Uh, yes, graduate? ma'am. I did. I did. I played uh, the Omicron new chapter. I was spring '98. 
the number two, the deuce on the line. New, new, Look, let my, me join. I'm sorry. I, started off, I think I started off as a eight. Oh, wow. And one. they just started. This I'm a one. I'm a tall oh, one. You, yes. mean, wait, 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 you had eight, and then there was, was seven, and then there was like <laughs> four, and then there was two, there was and then two. there was one. Well, we wow. ended up with two, but not. But not for the reasons that some people might be thinking, like, oh, she got AIDS, da, 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 da. You know, Just we, we did our crazy thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, grades and, you yeah. know, all those things. But honestly, God is good. I made, He made sure I, I came under a good group of girls. I mean, these were Christian girls. They made sure we went to Bible study. We had to go to church. So oh, wow. I was really blessed. Yeah, well, really. That is I'm not serious. my testimony. Uh, I'm here to say You are a mess. <laughs> they say weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning time. And I was looking I said, for joy. Let me be clear. That was, was not my <laughs> that was not my chapter. I, um, it's good to hear this chapter's out there like that. But I'm right. Uh, that wasn't the brothers <laughs> that I was associated with. But they could wow. brothers and had a, a great experience with, and, and, and I'm still able to mentor and, and be an example for a lot of you know my chapter brothers and and other brothers that I've met throughout the country. Wow. Well, that's, look again. I'm just so proud of you. And those of you on on Twitter, make sure you follow Mike on Twitter as well. He's at Bowtie Comedy. So make sure yeah. y'all follow him. He's doing some amazing things. And I, again, I'm just excited at all that God's going to do for you now. Just for the aspiring comedians out there, before I let you go, yeah. do you have any words of wisdom or anything that you had to learn the hard way that you wouldn't want them to have to learn the hard way? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I would offer two things for, um, especially, and I'm speaking right now to people that want to do Christian comedy, you know, be a Christian comic and want to minister to the body, um, and I think that's what God has called me to do: bring, you know, excellent comedy to the body. And then, you know, at some point, I'm sure he'll bring me out before nations, but I think the body is so mm-hmm. important because there's a lot of hurting people in our pews and in our in our churches oh, that man. are among us that need to laugh. And I mean you'd be so amazed after a show somebody will just come up to me and say, Man, brother, you just healed me. I haven't laughed oh, like this God. in years. You oh, know, and, and so when people start telling me, Oh, you playing and you know, this is comedy's not real I'm like, I know it's real because 'cause I've seen the fruits of, of it and, and God is working in an unorthodox way with us. But I would I would tell a young Christian to be serious about their walk. You know, first and okay. foremost, walk a walk of righteousness and a walk that's pleasing before God. I mean, I think that's the, the most important thing um, because, you know, people are going to, you know, pastors and, and, and youth leaders or singles leaders, they're going to bring you into their into their life, into their churches. And that's not a small thing. That's an important thing. No, it isn't. And we're going to be held accountable for how we <laughs> conducted ourselves in those those settings. And the other thing I would tell a comedian, an aspiring comedian, is to get on stage. I mean, do what you got to do. Get that stage time, whether you got to open up for concerts, you got to do talent shows, you got to do birthday parties, you got to do retirement parties, do whatever you have to do to get on that microphone. Because, you know, like I was saying earlier, there's not a lot of venues for us to get up and work. And um, I've been blessed to have had someone that I could get started with. And then I began to 
you know, um, find my niche and, and find and, and, and be motivated to get on different stages. And I've been on secular stages, and I've done what I do when I go to churches. I don't change anything. I don't get up there and all of a sudden I'm cursing. I do what I do, and people <laughs> love that, you know, and then people so respect that. Say, amen. In the chat room we have a, a, a Randy Walker in the chat room saying that he thinks that you are hilarious. Just listening oh. to you uh, on the show. I want to ask shout you out to Randy. Show because there you go. You hear that, Randy? <laughs> My man, R.W., what's up? Playoff. <laughs> you brought up your first point uh, of advice was for them to take their walk seriously. Do you ever find um, it a, a struggle for you or a temptation for you to kind of go on out to the other side? Do you feel like your um, – I'm just, you know, just be real with us. Do you ever feel like, man, if I was cussing and just a, a dirty comedian, I'd be a lot farther than I am today? Well, you, you know, have, that, you ever have moments like that? That's a great question, and and not maybe cursing, but back to the elder piece. When I was, okay. you know, serving an elder, and then I was doing my comedy. I started doing my local comedy club in my town. My, you know, the secular comedy club they have any and everybody up. Well, I was doing it, and I, you know, I did it for a few months, and then my pastor sat, you know, talked to me and said, "Hey, you know, I didn't." You know, because I'd asked him about it. I said, hey, Pastor, I'm interested in going up. And, and when I first talked to him, he was like, yeah, sure. You know, they need to see light. They need to see us. But then when, you know, we talked later, he was like, well, I didn't know you were doing it so often. So it's kind of a conflict for me to have you up Sunday and you were probably up Saturday. And so he told me, you know, you have a decision to make, you know. I mean, I don't have a problem with you being in the clubs, but if you're serving as elder, I, I would prefer that you not. And so he gave me that. I mean, and he gave me that opportunity. And so, and in that moment, I initially, yeah, my flesh was like, I'm out. I'm about to go get these shows. I'm about to make these people laugh. <laughs> I'm about to, you know, because I mean, I was working good. I mean, they was loving me at the comedy show because I was clean, you know, and it, I was funny. Right. You know, people people want to laugh at funny. They don't care if it's clean, whatever. People want it to be funny. And so, if you're funny, you're fine. And so it was happening, and then my pastor had that conversation, and I was like, wow, I'm I'm a servant, so I'm a serve, and I'm going to not take shows. I mean, I don't take shows that are that are not God-centered shows. Now, you know, I do birthday parties that maybe, you know, somebody may be a member of the church. They're not a pastor or whatever. But I don't right, do, right. you know, like little, little, little waka flocka or whoever is out there. I'm not going to do, like, the homecoming party for uh, hosted by little Duval or whoever is, you know, I don't do those kind of shows, and I don't do secular. And I made that decision because, you know, my service. But I have, I have had that struggle to say, man, you know. But, but I think what I've always come back to is God is my source, and what He has for me, it's gonna make itself manifest. So, a lot of times comedians do kind of get caught up trying to be on. Comedy Central on the last comic standing and these name kind of things, but God has put me in front of great people and has given me great opportunities. So I'm really comfortable that I'm in a, you know I feel I'm a Christian comedian. I'm a gospel comedian. I'm what I'm. That's my that's my that's my venue. That's my category. That's what I'm called to. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have had those thoughts of man, I can go and get this money. And, and bring it back to the kingdom, and I can witness to some people too. And, and you know, right. I, I don't be thinking about that. I'm thinking about getting them shows. I wouldn't think about witnessing right. nobody. I'm thinking about but getting on I, that stage. May I submit to you? I don't think that's just something you comedians go through. You know, exactly. I think it's an interesting exactly. thing. 
even in the gospel industry, because as you know, I am, a, you know, a gospel recording artist. But, you know, sometimes, like you said, my flesh will kind of look on the other side, like, man, if I was doing what B, B is doing, yeah. you don't know who B is, that's Beyonce, or, you know, whoever, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting this and getting that, if I dress like, oh, yeah, you know, but, exactly. of course, my heart is, is taken. I am, I was bought with a price, and I'm exactly. madly in love with God. I, I'm, yeah. I'm loyal to him till I die, but, like you said, just being honest and real, because uh, people need to know that we are human beings. We do sometimes oh, yeah. struggle with that and have to remind ourselves um, about what we do at, in an eternal view and not just, and I'm talking eternal, not internal, eternal, yeah. eternity, you know, the, you know, the impact that we're having uh, for the audience of one versus just for those little rewards here. Because you know hey. the scripture, I'm sure, that says, what? What? Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Gain. Behold where That's right. And lose. Don't sing. Amen. (laughs) That wasn't singing, Mike. That wasn't. (laughs) That was a holler preaching. There you go. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And if you can give your website one more again to the Music Box listeners. My website is ComedianMikeGoodwin.com. That's ComedianMikeGoodwin.com. Dot com And what you're not going to do is not go and visit my website. That's what you're not going to do. I, I meant to tell people. That's what I say. If you hear somebody saying what you're not going to do, that's me. They're taking my stuff and they're not sending me an offering. But what y'all not going to do is sit up here and listen to all this good laughing and good no, clean comedy and not go and holler at me on my website or Twitter or Facebook, none of that right there. I agree. Well, Mike, I wish you a, a good night and a best wishes and blessings and God's favors and enlarged territory in all that you do and continue being an example and please tell the wife I said what, what? I sure will and I want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be on your show and you're doing an awesome work in the ministry of the just blessing people with that voice I saw you in the kitchen singing and carrying on on, on uh, YouTube I said boy singing in the kitchen that's Boy, that's gonna be big. That's gonna that's gonna be a sitcom. I said it first. I'm not a prophet, oh, but I like to receive profit from people. <laughs> you are crazy, and that's exactly why I like you so much. All right, Mike, but you have a good night and happy Thursday. You do the same. Thank you so much. All right, I know you guys enjoyed that, and all my Twitter family, be sure you hit him up. It's at Bowtie Comedy, okay? And you can hit me up, too. I'm at Tanya D. Lewis. That's T-A-N-Y-A. Well, if you're just tuning in, you are chillaxing this Thursday evening with Tanya Dallas Lewis on the Music Box. And you know, you know I got more amazing music coming up for you guys. You know what? I feel like hearing, uh, let's see, I um I want to hear the song, so you guys have to listen to it because I want to hear it. It's called Simply Redeemed, and it's by my main man, Mr. Isaac Curry. After that, we'll be back with more great music, some updates, as well as some shout-outs and some information on some things going on around in your town. So you guys stay right there. Keep it locked to the music box with your sis, your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. I am a Christian. Know what that means That means I'm far from perfect Simply redeemed Born 
with a purpose Purchased by love It's not a form of religion But a gift from above I am not perfect No But I have been Believer, you know what that means? That means I pledge my life, giving everything I never knew that this was meant to be. I'm not perfect. Somebody paid the price for me I offer up my life to him And now I say again I am not perfect Oh, but I have been Come crashing to the floor And then someday he'll come 
not perfect. We're not claiming that we're perfect. We're just letting you know that we are simply redeemed. That was by my brother, Mr. Isaac Curie of Men of Standard. Man, it was nice seeing him on the cruise. Shout out to Mr. Lowell Pye. It's also he's also been a guest on the Music Box. Uh, great interview. Learned so much from from him. And that's why I want to give to you all as Music Box listeners. I'm not here to entertain you. No, I'm not. I'm here to make sure you get fed and make sure that you feel some love throughout your day, at least between 8 and 9, on Blog Talk Radio with your other sister, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. i got a few announcements before we play more music. Of course, uh, the Praise in the City, that that announcement uh, that I'm talking about is for independent artists right here in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, also known as the DMV. If you're looking for some venues and you want to, you know, minister and share your gift and sharpen your skills, well, Praise in the City is the place to do that. My good friend, Ms. Phyllis Adams, is looking for artists. She's looking for comedians. Uh, she's looking for mimers. She's looking for dance teams. Um, just any ministry you have that glorifies God, she would love to have you participate in the Praise in the City. That's happening on July 9th. That's a Saturday, not too far from now, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at night. Even vendors, if you're an author or you're a Mary Kay rep or you sell fancy candles or whatever it is that you do, come on out to what's sure to be a great time. You can reach Miss Phyllis Adams at praiseinthecity at gmail.com, and that's P-R-A-Y-Z-E, in the city, at gmail.com. So make sure you hit her up. Again, tell your friends. If you're not an independent artist, well, or just, hey, you don't have to be independent. I don't care if you're with a label. Hit her up and make sure that you are a part of a community event that was really going to bless the community. Uh, she wants to make sure that she reaches outside the four walls of the church. There's a lot of people who don't come to, to church, all right? Turn to your neighbor and say, hey, man. All right, and, and, and you better be one of the people who does come to church, okay? <laughs> all right, also the Independent Gospel Artist Alliance Conference is coming up. And that is uh, being sponsored and hosted by one of my good friends uh, in the industry by the name of Philip Carter, I believe seven times Stella Award nominee, and he actually is a Stella Award recipient. So hit him up on Facebook at Philip Carter, or you can just go on Facebook and in the search engine, just type in Independent Gospel Artist Alliance. The page will come up. Just join the page, and you will receive the updates and get all the information that you want and more. All right, of course, there's more things going on, and I'll uh, announce those as the show progresses. Yours truly will be at Blues Alley on June the 2nd, so make sure you go online. You can order those tickets now. Folks, they're just $20. And if you can't make it, well, hey, still support a sister and a great cause by ordering tickets anyway and blessing somebody with those tickets. Uh, A portion of the proceeds will go to the Cinderella Foundation. You can find out more about them at CinderellaFoundation.org. And in some of our upcoming shows, I will make sure that I get a representative from the Cinderella Foundation so you guys can find out what uh, amazing things they're doing for little uh, black girls, disadvantaged uh, black girls, So, uh, especially when it comes to hair care and all my sisters, all my sisters, all my sisters, all my sisters, especially those of the 
black American persuasion, y'all know. <laughs> y'all know us and our hair woes, all right? And that's the us who can afford to see a beautician on a regular basis. I'm talking about a hair care professional, not you trying to do it yourself. <laughs> all right? You want your hair to stop falling out? Go see a professional for heaven's sakes. All right, well, we got more amazing music coming up for you all right here on the Music Box. And um, I'm just having a good time this Thursday evening right here in the DMV. It was a crazy day for me today. We almost didn't have a show. Yes, I'm telling you. I just was, I just, you know, I have ADD. I do. I do. I have ADD. So, (laughs) and actually, to be quite honest with you, some of the best people in the world have ADD. So don't be too harsh on us, sister. All right, we got more music coming up for you right now, well, at least in a few minutes. Hi, I'm Mr. Janet. You listen to my girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, on the Music Box. I love to support my fellow artists, so here's one called Happiness by my homegirl, Terry Carroll. Enjoy. Seekers, what you trying to get? You can get from material facts. Seekers, what you trying to get? Only come 
I'm back with help. See, cause what you trying to do, you won't definitely need some help. Check it. I got a plan for two hands in the hands of the man that rules houses or land. Help and strength, definition of happy. Keep your perm and your straight and comb. I like my head nappy.
the best and the hottest gospel music and Christian music. That's right. You're tuned into the music box with your homegirl and your other sister, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. And I hope you like that song. I like Mandisa. I love her style. And if you all remember, she was one of, I guess, in the top five on one of those seasons of American Idol. Oh, gosh, more than a few years ago. But, man, just an amazing voice and a sincere heart uh, for the Lord and uh, for singing his praises and making sure people get to know him a little bit better. Well, if you're just tuning in, of course, you're hanging out with your other sister. That's right, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, here at the helm in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia, virtual studios for the Music Box, and I'm hungry. Let me talk to my friend, uh, Mr. Broderick Purvis, and see if he can let me borrow some of them spoons so I can eat me some spaghetti. Can Can I borrow your wooden spoons to eat? Now, you can buy the wooden spoons, Tanya, but you can't eat with them because with the red oh. lights around them and you try to oh. scoop up some spaghetti, you're going to bite into one yeah. of the lights and you might break a tooth or something. Then you be Tanya like Toothless. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Toothless. I like that. Yeah. Hey, that's kind of catchy, though. Kind of catchy, kind of catchy. Yeah. But I enjoyed your interview with uh, the comedian, man. He He was funny. He, man, you should have seen him on the cruise. He is he just really is hilarious. And just a, a real good heart, you know, for the Lord and just, you know, doing his thing. Cool, cool. But I sent my letter up through the Ursha to the pastor that uh-huh. I on the uh on the music box uh Church of the Living God, Baptist Pentecostal, uh <laughs> Church of God in Christ that I requested uh the song Fault, and I ain't heard it yet. I just don't know if I'm going to come back to this church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, it's so funny you say that, too, because I just looked in my, you know, my music box, actually, yeah. and I'm like, oh, ain't in here. What is that? Uh, what song? is the problem? I, I had to do a Donald Trump on myself and fire him. I'm going to get But I checked you out on Facebook, uh, Singing in the Kitchen. Man, you you was off the chain, Tanya. You was off the chain. What was I singing? Um, you were singing. Oh, it was one of those good old hymns. It was one of those good old hymns because I kind of, I kind of, huh? I said okay. I was just testing you to see if you really were paying attention. Yeah, and I was uh, tapping my spoons to them. I think oh, I, yeah, because that, that was that was uh, awesome. And then what was awesome about it? You kept singing, but you was like uh, washing the pot and doing other stuff. You know where you you were showing that you can multitask. <laughs> I said, "Go, Tanya Dallas Lewis." Oh. Well, when I get out there to Louisville, I'm gonna come yeah. to your kitchen or somebody's kitchen, and you better have the spoons ready, okay? It's Man, gonna I, be your worldwide debut. Okay. I got you. I got you, girl. I got you. <laughs> well, always, I'm so grateful that you stopped by, and I appreciate your support more than you know. I really do. Oh, man, you're my sister from another mother, another city, another state. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mess. But we've Thanks. got about three minutes left, so I'm going to play a little bit more music. Thank you, Purvis. I hope you have an amazing night. And do your work. I know you're on the air probably right. you probably coming up on a break right now, aren't you? Right now. <laughs> have a good one, girl. <laughs> you too. Love you much. Love you too. That is some good people right there, Mr. Purvis, or Bath, as some of us uh, who know him very well call him. So he's so supportive, and I appreciate all you all's support. 
Of course, this is the music box, and if you're just tuning in, you missed some really, really good laughter. And, you know, Mike Goodwin was talking about how some people are like, oh, you really, that's not a, a ministry that you do. Yes, it is. Sometimes uh, when life is going so wrong, God will send laughter my way, whether, you know, it's through my kids or something funny my husband says or one of us, you know, tripping up the steps instead of down the steps. And it just feels so good. So, no, you cannot say uh, that, you know, comedy is not of the Lord because, oh, my gosh, it is. I mean, that's one of God's traits. He laughs. The Bible talks about him laughing. And um, I can't wait to hear him laugh. What about you guys? I just want to make sure that you guys know that I will be at the Rhythm of Gospel Awards. I'll be performing there. That's coming up at the end of July in Arkansas, or Arkansas, as some people call it. Again, I'll be at Blues Alley. Please come on out and support all my DMV family. You can get tickets online right now by going to bluesalley.com. I'm there June 2nd. I'm at the 8 o'clock and the 10 o'clock show. And the beautiful Miss Lashana Moore will be opening up for yours truly. And we have a couple of other surprises, so I hope to see you guys uh, when you come out there. Also, there's a community health fair sponsored by Hey Poppy Promotions. That's happening on May the 21st. So make sure that you uh, go to heypoppy.com. Uh, Lord, I can't find the ad, the, the website, but that's okay. I'll make sure you guys have it next time. Or just hit me, hit me up on Facebook. I'll make sure I get you that info. And then, of course, to all my wives out there, married women, married 10 years or less especially, please like us on Facebook. I'm talking about POPW Incorporated. You were never meant to do marriage alone. Well, until next week, Tanya Dallas-Lewis here at the helm, national recording artist. Look me up at www.tanyadallaslewis.com. And taking us out today is uh, Love Never Fails by Brandon Heath. If you haven't heard it all day today, hear it from me. It comes from my heart. I love you, and this song talks about love. So uh, you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you again next week, same time, same place. And do me a favor, tell a friend about the music box. All right, I love y'all. Take care. Love is not proud. Love does not boast Love after all matters the most Love does not run Love does not hide Love does not keep locked inside Love is a river that flows Love never fails you Love will sustain Love will provide Love will not cease at the end of time And love will protect Love always and love still believes when you don't Love is the arms that are holding you Love never fails
is life Love is the way The truth The life Love is the river That flows through Love is the arms That are holding you And love is the place You will fly to Love never fails 